0: We're continuing, this is segment five of five segments, uh, talking about strengths, needs, attitudes, preferences, and temperament. We're finalizing the last dimension of temperament in this presentation. The last dimension of temperament, and I don't want you to assign too much meaning to what each element of the temperament is is named, because I don't know why they named them these things. They seem... little off but whatever um it helps you and if you go on to kiersey.com you can take the kiersey temperament sorter and they will use these same labels to help you figure out where you are in terms of temperament This actually originated back with Jungian archetypes um, way, way back in the early 1900s. So this isn't new stuff. We've just figured out how much or how important it is to understanding not only ourselves, how we approach life and recovery, but also how we interact in relationships, including those at work. So this last dimension is called judging versus perceiving. And I really don't like those terms, but they are what they are. We'll start with judging. Um, Judgers tend to be more structured. I am probably pegged out as far as you can be on structure. And I like that better than judger because I don't judge other people who are spontaneous, but I like my structure. I like to know. I get up, I'm at the gym every morning at the same time, give or take 10 minutes. You know, I know what's going to happen, I have my day planned out. Judgers, for example, if you call them up on a Friday and you say, hey, it's been a long week, let's go out. If they didn't already have that on their schedule, they're probably not going to go with you. They are not people who do spontaneity well at all. We are people who tend to really like structure. We love our date books. We love our calendars. We know what's happening when. And if somebody changes plans at the last minute, we can adapt, but it is extremely stressful. We don't do well in jobs like law enforcement, where you don't know what to expect on a minute-by-minute basis. Uh, we like to be able to feel a little bit more in control of things. So let's talk about judging a little bit. We plan ahead. Judgers tend to have planned ahead not just for today, but probably for the whole week. When my husband and I first met, um, he is much more of a perceiver than I am. and uh, he would be more flexible he would call up and be like hey do you want to go out tonight I'm like no i needed before i had kids (laughs) i needed about two days notice so i could work that into my plans and right after we got married i was working on my dissertation and i had time blocked out from an 11 a.m to 3 p.m when i would work on my dissertation and i remember one day he came in there and said that where i was working and he started started talking to me and I evidently gave him sort of a quizzical, irritated look, and he's like, "What's wrong?" And I was like, "This is my dissertation time. This is not talking time." He's like, "I've got to make an appointment," and I said, "Yeah," and I wasn't being sarcastic. It just it made sense to me that I had that time blocked out, so unless it was an emergency, it could wait. Um, not necessarily the best for getting along in a relationship. You need to be a little bit more flexible. And like I said, once I had kids, if you've got kids yourself, you know you can't plan everything down to the minute with children because stuff happens. So you've got to have a plan B and a plan C. Perceivers don't tend to have to have plans A, B, and C. They just deal with whatever comes up. Judgers, we tend to have a plan A, which is where we prefer to be. And then we have a plan B and plan C in case plan A gets messed up. But that, if we still have structure. We still kind of have our fingers on the pulse of everything. We tend to be self-disciplined and purposeful. What we do, we do moving towards good orderly direction. We do with a purpose. We're not just running off willy-nilly for the sake of it. Um, You know, people talk about going on vacation so they can see the sights. I'm like, well, isn't that what Google Earth was for? And you can do it in a lot less time. They look at me weird, but it's okay. I said I was pegged out. (laughs) I know I tend to be a little bit more um, extreme. Judgers. Tend to get things done early plan ahead and work steadily we want to make sure that everything's done so we meet our deadlines we are extremely deadline oriented and we can get frustrated with people who prefer spontaneity in the workplace in recovery in relationships because they won't give you a time it's like if you call them and say let's go out to dinner and they say okay i'll pick you up this afternoon after work That's not what a judger wants to hear. A judger wants to hear, I will pick you up between 5.30 and 5.45. Okay, I got that. But this afternoon after work, what time do you get off? Does that mean 3? Does that mean 7.30? Uh, We need, we prefer, um, things that are much more concrete. We are excellent planners, although we may not appreciate or make use of things which aren't planned or expected. So, for example, if we're planning a vacation and, you know, we figure out we're going to spend the weekend looking around, we're going to make a decision by Sunday evening, Monday we'll call the travel agent. Then on Monday we call the travel agent and the travel agent's like, okay, I can sign you up for that, but I found out that they're running a special to do an Eastern Caribbean cruise, yada, yada, yada. For judgers, that can throw you for a complete loop. Um... Because that's not what you had planned. You don't necessarily make use of this new information and go, well, you know, we could do a trip to Alaska next year. Eastern Caribbean is free. Uh, is, is going to be a lot cheaper this year because of the this, this special that's running. Um, so we tend to be predictable. And there's something that is endearing about predictable. It can also be extremely boring to someone who's perceiving. So we need to recognize that. Um, Judgers do really well in uh, recovery because we can follow we can write out relapse prevention plans we can follow relapse prevention plans we can make sure we schedule in our mindfulness exercises and whatever else we're supposed to do so we get that done but if again if somebody calls us up to go do something fun that would obviously help us feel happy and benefit recovery We may not be able to take advantage of that because it would be too stressful to alter our schedule. So we need to be aware of those things and try to be open to possibilities um, working within comfortable parameters. Like if you have to have 36 hours notice now, you know, try to be open to something where if somebody calls you up today, you might be willing to do something with them tomorrow. Um, Small steps. You know, it's not going to happen overnight, but be, be open to it and at least consider it. Perceivers adapt as they go. These are the people that fly by the seat of their pants. They'll wake up on Saturday morning and go, you know what? Let's drive to the beach. I lived in Florida for 20 years, so people did that a lot. And it would just boggle my mind. I'm like, well, that you didn't plan on that. You've got to get everything packed, and you've got to get the car gassed up, and, My little judging mind and my checklists, oh, I love checklists, my goodness, and lists in general, would just start flipping out. Perceivers are just like, yeah, you know, if we figure out we forgot something, we'll just stop at Walmart on the way and pick it up. They can adapt. They can figure out workarounds where a judger might get, or someone who's more structured might get stymied. So again, it's good to have these two people working together. In the workplace, you can see how the structured person keeps everything moving along at a steady pace, but then when something happens that throws the line out of whack, the perceiver can say, okay, here's a workaround. And then you can work together and get things back on track. So they work really well together if they know how to communicate and respect the strengths that the other person brings. Perceivers are flexible and tolerant and thrive on spontaneity. They are going to get bored in relationships if every minute is planned out. In my relationships, you know, the people that I tend to go out and do things with know that they need to call me and try to make plans like a day ahead of time. I'm not as rigid as I used to be. Um, Every once in a while, I'll go out on the spur of the moment. But most of the time, I still, is just really stressful to do. But. I can schedule in spontaneity, and I know that sounds weird. I can schedule in a day like on a Saturday or a Sunday where I know that it's going to be whatever my family wants to do. So they can decide on Saturday morning if they want to go hiking or they want to go to the pool or they want to do whatever. It's not planned. I don't know exactly what we're going to do, but I do know that I am completely out of control of what happens from 8 a.m. Saturday morning until 6 p.m. Saturday evening. I can plan for that. I can put that in my date book. Family time, and then we work from there. Uh, Perceivers tend to think get things done at the last minute, depending on a spurt of energy. Now, as a former supervisor, when I worked with people who were perceivers, it would you know drive me a little bit batty because we would have an audit coming up, or you know chart notes due, or something else. And they would be putting it off. I'll I'll get it done later this week. And with no definite dates of when it would be done. And they would be staying you know, late the night before the auditors got there to get their charts up to speed or to do something at the last minute, getting ready for a meeting. Whereas I would have preferred to have them have it done two or three days ahead of time so they could spot check it and make sure it was perfect. But understanding that they would get it done most of the time is important and perceivers can benefit from judgers because judgers can kind of nudge you along to make sure you get it done more often than not perceivers always want more information going back to that vacation they would say you know let me look at what kind of vacation options are out there this weekend and then on monday we can talk about it and they may continue to look at vacation options for two more weeks and never actually make Plans and then all of a sudden you're three weeks out from vacation and you still don't have tickets to do anything and that gets expensive. So, perceivers may need a little bit of a structure kick in the butt uh, from judges to set a deadline. So, okay, at the end of the week, we need to figure out what we're going to do. Stru- uh, as judges, structured people, we want to give them enough time to try to get as much information, and we need to be open to the fact that if new information just drops in their lap like the travel agent saying that they're running a special on this particular cruise we need to be willing to take a breath and say okay let's add that into the pile we're still going to make a decision today but we can add that new bit of information in perceivers always think there's plenty of time so they may get caught learning about how to do something and never actually get started you know there's plenty of time to get that done And then all of a sudden you're at the last minute. So they don't do really well on time management. But they are good at great, actually, at handling unplanned events and dealing with things that come up. They may not make the most effective choice, but they can roll with it. They're not going to miss a step if, you know, something happens and their plans get messed up. So as judges, we can benefit from the input or consult of perceivers as perceivers um, can benefit from the structure imparted by judges when it comes to relationships and working together understanding your different temperaments and trying to understand what makes each one less stressed perceivers get bored if they have too much structure judgers get stressed out if they don't have enough structure so how can you make it work for both of you so how do you figure out if somebody's a judger or a perceiver? If the person loves schedules, checklists, and protocols, and manuals, they're probably a judger. Um, if they prefer spontaneity and more the broad strokes, probably a perceiver. Do they get things done early, or are they, which is a judger, or are they waiting till the last minute? which is a perceiver. Now, if you've got kids, think about how this fits with your kids, with doing their chores, with doing their schoolwork. Do they get things done early or do they wait till the very last minute? Does the person fail to make use of all the possibilities and struggle with unplanned events? So if plans change at the last minute, do they kind of get caught off guard or do they just say, yeah, whatever? Um, A judger will struggle with changes at the last minute. A perceiver will just kind of roll with it and go, okay, whatever. Understanding that's how you are. It's not better or worse. It's just how you are. Together, judgers need to allow for some spontaneity. Schedule in spontaneous times where the spontaneous person can kind of be in control. Have coping skills to deal with plan changes because life happens Um, one of my friends is going through a lot of different stressors right now and she came home yesterday and Found out that her son had appendicitis and they're in the hospital now waiting for him to have surgery now That's a huge plan change You know she had to go to work and she had laundry to do and she had all this other stuff But then you know obviously her kid comes first So it's really stressful not only worrying about him, but figuring out how she's going to get everything else done Judges need to appreciate perceivers' desire to explore, but also set guidelines, which we can respect spontaneity. And we can say, you know what, if you if you need some time to just go cut loose, more power to you. Have a have a guy's weekend. Have a girl's weekend. Um, we can also appreciate the fact that they need to have some time, even if it's with us, that they can be more spontaneous, and everything's not planned down to the degree that's going to be up to the two of you to negotiate perceivers um, need to plan spontaneity if they're in a relationship with a judger so they know that okay I've got to go by the schedules during the week but on Saturdays Saturdays and Sundays or maybe just Saturdays um, I get to set the tone and set the pace and make the plans Perceivers generally in in recovery, in relationships, in work, need to have a general schedule because you're probably going to be working with or around people who are more structured. When I start to do relapse prevention plans, judges love to have things. They write out which meetings they're going to go to, which times, and how they're going to do it, and if they can't get to that meeting, what their backup plan is. I mean, they've got it down. Perceivers would go batty if they had their life scheduled that much with a perceiver, you say something like, "You need to go to ninety meetings in ninety days and encourage them to figure out a little bit ahead of time what that 's going to look like um, for regular tasks like doing laundry and shopping and all that stuff. a weekly to do list, maybe as much structure as they can really embrace and be happy with and not feel oppressed and, and that 's okay. We have one on our refrigerator that I have lists of things that need to be done this week so the kids can go and when they finish their chores, they can find something that needs to be knocked off. And perceivers also need to be willing at some point to stop researching and taking in new information and make a decision or get started on the project because there's so much information, especially with the Internet, that you can get stuck in this ever never-ending learning phase where you never actually move forward and try to implement the project. In recovery, judges need a backup plan for when their recovery activities fall through. So if you can't get to your meeting because your kid is sick or you can't get to your group or your therapy appointment for some reason, what's your backup plan? Do you have books that you can read? Do you have online meetings that you can go to? What can you do so you don't feel like you are just spinning around in in circles. Judges can benefit from being willing to explore possibilities and reopen their recovery plan at some point to include new things. So if your recovery plan, for example, was written and it was 100% 12 step, and then you start learning about dialectical behavior therapy and mindfulness, you might choose to reopen your recovery plan and start integrating some of that, or at least be willing to consider it. Judges are excellent at helping perceivers create relapse prevention plans because perceivers tend to miss the details. They say, I'm going to do 90 meetings in 90 days, and then they start getting caught up with work and school and family stuff and everything else, and they start missing meetings uh, because they're not paying attention to the details and the structure. So perceivers need a plan, and again, like I said, a weekly list can work. So you want to do seven meetings in seven days. They can benefit from a judge's insistence on getting started. So somebody's keeping tabs and going, come on, you need to move on to the next step. You need to start writing your autobiography. Even if you don't finish it, bring me the first page. Perceivers are excellent at helping judges handle unplanned events. So if all of a sudden something goes topsy-turvy, a perceiver can say, all right, well, let's make lemonade. The world just handed you lemons, let's make lemonade. The judger's probably gonna be standing there wide-eyed going, I, I, I don't know what to do. The perceiver, he's, got, he's creative or she's creative and she's moving on to, all right, let's look at what we got now and figure out which direction to go. Changing behavior involves learning what is causing your distress and tools to manage it. Extroverts need to be in environments where there are people and they can draw energy. Introverts need to have quiet time each day people who are judges tend to need more structure and You know thrive on structure and don't do well in Situations where they've got to fly by the seat of their pants Perceivers on the other hand thrive in on spontaneity So those are the two big dimensions that you want to think about in terms of what causes you to stress and and um, what may be causing hurdles in relationships. Effective change involves maximizing your strengths, considering your needs and motivations. What is it that you need? We want a lot of things. But in order to be happy, in order to reach your goal of happiness, you know, whatever you think you can achieve in the next six months, what do you need to have happen right now? And what motivates you to do that? Is it compassion and care and... Friendships, or is it success, or what are your motivations? Address your attitudes that may be keeping you stuck, keeping you depressed, keeping you anxious, like always feeling like the sky is getting ready to fall, the other shoe is getting ready to drop, or seeing the negative in everything. Think about Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Work in harmony with your own preferences and the preferences of those around you. There's a big and in there. It's not or the preferences of those around you. Know your preferences and be willing to compromise and meet people in the middle and communicate to them in a way that's meaningful to them. And hopefully they will learn how to communicate to you similarly. It's important to pay attention to the potential pitfalls of your change plan based on your strengths, needs, attitudes, preferences, and temperament. For example, if you're recovering from depression, and you're a person who tends to need um, a fair amount of sleep each day. That may be something that you've got to schedule in. And you need to make sure that other people know that that's a need. It's not that you, just that you want to get three or four hours of quality sleep each night. It's that you need it in order to achieve your goals. So knowing what you need, you know, your, your best friend may have other needs. But what do you need in order to achieve what's most important to you and ma- maintain and nurture the relationships and the people that are most important to you? If you like our podcast, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can join our Facebook group at DocSnipes.com Facebook or join our community and access additional resources at DocSnipes.com. Thanks for tuning into Happiness Isn't Brain Surgery with Doc Snipes. Our mission is to make practical tools for living the happiest life affordable and accessible to everyone. We record the podcast during a Facebook Live broadcast each week. Join us free at DocSnipes.com slash Facebook or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player. And remember, DocSnipes.com has even more resources, members-only videos, handouts, and workbooks to help you apply what you learn. If you like this podcast and want to support the work we are doing, for as little as $3.99 per month, you can become a supporter at DocSnipes.com slash join. Again, thank you for joining us and let us know how we can help you.